show down in mass yesterday and i didn't even know about it welcome back to the mixing water podcast episode 101 i was gonna stop that before i got carried away <laughs> all right i mean i guess we're done with that thread <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of whenever this podcast starts and it sounds like a 2006 yeah hip-hop feel, drop feeling myself somebody watched the missy elliott vmas it got a little hype hypezilla <laughs> i did not i didn't oh. know such thing Ugh. are you the only guy i know who's out on timberland you're like mm, soft <laughs> I'm a Magoo fan. There's like, how do you not like Timberland? <laughs> like you're the only guy. You're like, yeah, Pharrell because is cool, but <laughs> fucking hated that happy song. Do you remember the Jay-Z Black Album documentary? Yeah. With Rick Rubin? Yeah. Do you remember? And like, so we've talked about this before. One of my favorite things on the internet is watching uh, videos of rappers listening to beats for the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that skunk face? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's one. There's one where it's... Um, it's Timbaland and Jay-Z, and they're listening to the Dirt Off Your Shoulder beat for the first time. And it's fine, except halfway through, seemingly out of nowhere, Timbaland just starts going absolutely fucking <laughs> b- like crazy on a banana. Like, <laughs> like eating one? Yeah, he like peels it sideways and just starts shoving the whole thing in his mouth so he goes out deep. of nowhere. He goes deep. Nowhere. And sent, like, it's, been, it's bothered <laughs> me ever since then. I will say that... Uh, that one, though, that documentary is a little... Again, we'll introduce our guest here in a second, since oh, we're yeah. just closing up this thread. I'm used oh, to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that one was at least organic, like those early aughts-like videos. Do you remember the one that uh, Jay-Z did for like Magna Carta that was like sponsored by Samsung? Oh, yeah. It was like the studio... I think we blew speakers. <laughs> yeah, the studio <laughs> session. It was like yeah. Timbaland and Pharrell. And then Rick Rubin's in the commercial, but he, he has no production credits on that album. Like he was or just, shoes on. He was just there for like a listening sesh and just yeah. catching a Samsung check. And those, was, were, those were some of my favorite videos back in the day. Just dudes here in their own bars. That's the other one. It was like when guys would, you know, they'd be like, I, I don't even write shit. I just go in the booth. And then they come out and be like, man, this shit's incredible. <laughs> well, like, there's like that one like. When, that was you, dude. You. When Kendrick Lamar heard the Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe remix for the first time with Jay-Z on, like he almost started crying. I was like, all right, listen, bro. It's, it's, it's cool, but it's fine. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> You're going to be fine. Yeah, why don't you fucking relax, dude? <laughs> <laughs> bitch don't, don't kill my vibe. Oh, my God. She was going to kill my vibe, and then the bitch didn't. <laughs> and Ova, Ova was on it. Saved it. 
All right. We uh we should probably preface this. This is going to be a little bit uh subject tight. Specific? <laughs> Listen, we are going to this is going to be our fantasy football podcast. You should just post this immediately after since our drafts tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So this evening cuz I ain't got shit to do apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey producer, you should get this shit up on the fucking gram now. Yeah. Just fair warning, there's going to be a lot of football talk here, but just so you guys know, our guest apparently has some hot takes on the uh, straight parade that went down in Boston, so we'll cover that. Okay. I can't believe he was here. Yeah. I think he was leading the charge. Yeah. So hang on till the end when you get you can get a first person. I was, I was, actually, I was actually anti. Yeah. Was, Were you there? Yes, he was. You're so. gonna have to. You're gonna have to pardon our guest. His voice is a little hoarse from uh, screaming. Screaming. Like, yeah. <laughs> we got the only guy in the Proud Boys available for comment here on Labor Day weekend. We're a pro labor podcast. Shout out Karl Marx. Uh, we are going to go over our fantasy football talk. We are going to discuss a little bit of the insides of the second annual Mixing of Water Fantasy Football Draft that is drafting this e- fantasy football league that is drafting this evening. Nine hours from now. I'm going to be around uh, all these momos got me sometimes. <laughs> here's the question, right? So I haven't looked this up. Can I get the name of his podcast correct? Because I never do. <laughs> well, rest in peace and peace to that podcast. Okay, so. well, then never mind. <laughs> so Luke's here. <laughs> but, but just for my own edification, mm. what do you think the name of the podcast is? Ooh, this, will be, this will be good, yeah. No glory. And close, close, and close. Never ending glory. There you go. There you, there go. you okay. go. Rest in peace, so, never ending glory podcast. No, just say it. Just pretend like it's still out there. All right. So yeah. the host of the never ending glory <laughs> podcast, Luke G Money. I can't really remember if I could pronounce your last name. Greeley. I still think your name's Dougie Hundo. So we're yeah, good. That's we're fair. good. Yeah, you got that good. Luke Greeley. Yeah, that a boy. There you go. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. At Luke Greeley eighty eight. L Grilly eighty eight. L Grilly eighty eight on the Twitter. He's active, so if you want to get on those, if you want to get in somebody's Twitter mentions and have somebody actually, respond, you want to get added. If yeah. you're listening to this and you like Twitter, Add but no this. one you know uses Twitter properly, then L Grilly eighty eight is the guy you need. Slide into the DMs. Nobody Always shouts open. out their handle more and does less on Twitter than you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the tape. Atlas six hundred three. I think so. Something like that. What yeah. is the actual at? Is that what it is? Yeah, at Atlas six hundred three or at. Atlas NH. Something like that. Your Gmail and your Twitter don't match and it's Atlas inf- NH. Yeah, it's you gotta work on that. You gotta kind of I actually have together. I have Twitter handles for both. Wow. <laughs> what did you just get guy. all you got all the atlases? <laughs> he's got he's squatting on yeah. it right now, just waiting for Tony Atlas to come to him. Somewhere. Atlas zero zero one. Atlas zero zero two. Atlas zero all At- on Twitter. Atlas sixty nine. At- Atlas four twenty. The big ones are saved. Atlas six oh three. Yeah, I'm not following anybody. I have one follower and I put my full government on there so you know that's <laughs> Who's following this guy? Luke Green. Hey, hey. <laughs> I told you I'm active. Yeah, this fucking guy. Just supporting my friend. This guy ain't posting. What's no Luke's content. ratio on Twitter? What's his follow to follow e count? Ooh. Father and fantasy footballer. 1993 NH punt pass and kick state champ. True. How do we not lead with that? True. 93? How 93, old are I was, you? Uh, yeah, I'm 34. I was... Uh, Holy fuck. How are you punt passing and kicking in? 93? I was eight. Luke I was, has... Luke I was has fucking three years 519 old. 519 followers. Mm-hmm. Following 10:36, that might that so almost thousand. almost two to one. Wow! Yo, how do you have 500 followers and we don't have any? Yeah, well, <laughs> we it's, have all, it's all about that promotion. Because yeah. you just use the handle as your own personal <laughs> Twitter account, <laughs> and yeah. nobody likes your takes. I'll be honest, I'm just in other people's mentions, mm. just like just absolute shit posting people, and then just doing it from our podcast. Yeah, I used to, I, I used to actually uh, write for a fantasy football blog uh, about five years ago, and that kind of helped build up my followers. Oh, yeah. So whopping 536. 49 followers. I have more followers than that on Twitter. Wow. 
Yeah, I know. You don't promo any of our shit. So you got to use hashtags. I'm doing. I'm in, I'm in on the content. I do like to mix it up with the hashtags anytime there's like an award ceremony, and I just like start arguing with Portuguese teenagers <laughs> about like uh, th- these dudes at the VMAs with these weird ass boy bands who are all lip syncing, and I just got in the mentions with some kids about I don't even know what they were called. How old are you that you watch the VMAs? Oh well, see that's that's a loaded question. Because I turned you know I turned on the VMAs because I saw it was trending on Twitter and. I didn't saw it on my for the first time ever. I did not know who the host was, and I didn't even bother to Google it because I didn't care. It was Sebastian Maniscalco. Who is who is that? So that says more about him. Yeah, than... who is Sebastian Maniscalco? Whatever his name is, Maniscalco. Who is he's that? a stand-up comedian? Oh, okay, a, fa- a fairly popular one. Well, I guess I haven't been watching the comedy. Let's just put like stupid shit. Yeah, those checks are nice. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, J- what their tenth option? J Bone is big into the award show. Award show, uh, okay, so yeah, we, yeah. we would definitely rip it. I still I will never understand. No industry pats itself on the back more than Hollywood. It is insane. Oh, it's ridiculous. They, they, they're sniffing no. each other's own farts. Nobody spends a year like just barely doing shit and then patting themselves on the back for it. Well, I mean, they're doing a lot of stuff. You know, eh. they're, they're making groundbreaking movies. Eh. Um, they're making. Uh, I don't think groundbreaking movies are getting lauded at the VMAs. Well, they think that they think mm. they think they're making. No, they it's think art. they're making groundbreaking art. With their music videos that nobody watches. What was a good video that came out this year? Old Bes- Town Road? Yeah, I mean, besides that. <laughs> I mean, besides that. <laughs> oh, actually, you guys don't want to know. Oh, but God. Lil Nas X is. He's best on the internet. Oh, he, he's he, great. He played uh, whatever's new. Panini. Yeah. And he, when I say he lip synced, he. He didn't lip sync. He didn't try. Yeah, he, he was doing karaoke without a mic on. Like, yeah. You know when you're doing karaoke and they cut your mic off and just basically let like, the song run? Nope. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I ain't never been Well, that. you know, we, we... so It was awful. When I co-hosted with Matt and I had to do the terrible rundown of what we talked about to, to open the show, we talked about Lil Nas X. And we talked about how oh, he has been trolling... A while ago. How he's been... Tr- pretty much when Old Town Road came out. And how he is just essentially trolling the internet trolling he's just like ahead of his time because first off his name is little nas x which is a mix of you know little wayne nas and dmx right thanks for mansplaining and on top you're welcome (laughs) and on top of that the guy made a country song and and pretty much said to to the the country labels i am going to flood your timeline i'm going to flood your charts now he's turned into a worldwide phenom. And also, he's fantastic on Twitter. Episode so, 80. So, is that what it was? Okay. April 7th. So is that what he's been doing, especially like at the VMAs, where he, it's his plan to just basically say, I'm going to be so bad, it's going to be good? I guess. I don't know. And it's been, working. So I actually feel like maybe that was the original plan, but then there's this weird moment where if there's one thing that the audience has not given up on, it's you got to be... You got to be doing something. Like the joke is only funny until all of a sudden he's standing up there and he's literally just dancing and like he's like a full half second off on his own. Well, song. if he does that again next year, it's an issue. But yeah. this year, it's still it's still funny. It's still kind of fresh. What I want to talk about is where does the Cardi B love come from? I don't get I don't get Cardi B. I don't get her. Proud boys. I, I just, <laughs> <hot> <laughs> you know what I don't get is this African man. You know what I don't need? All right, Luca. No more mimosas. I don't for need you. strong, empowered black women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I fucking hate about her? Oh, she just she isn't. She's good so empowered her, by she, her no, sexuality. No, she sucks at rapping. I, she's just not good. So doesn't Fake. just about every other rapper. Also, allegedly. present company included. <laughs> well, you're a white boy from, also, from New Hampshire. To say Bodak Yellow is not a bop is. Dumb. That is just incorrect take. I just can't stand. Have a backup. What? A what? A bop. I'm bringing that back. You guys <laughs> I'm bringing that back. 
From where? <laughs> from you don't remember? Run the tape back. Last hundred episodes. You never said Bob once. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm starting it up. <laughs> I'm an innovator. Thank you for your. Service. We're gonna put a pin in Bob. <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> it, I was torn between Bob and Slap Track. I hadn't decided which one. Slap Track. Yeah, I get. You say Slap Track. I like. I right, understand right. that coming out of your face. Bob. When I think of Bob, I think like kids. Bob. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a bop. Yeah. If you hear Bodak Yellow, it it does a bop. It goes. You know what? Here's the thing though about Cardi B. Her voice just it doesn't annoy me. Really? Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't annoy me the way Nicki Minaj's annoys me. Oh, I see. I would take Nicki Minaj over Cardi B ten times out That's of That's what I liked about Foxy Brown back in the day. Like oh, she just yeah. had like that raspy deep oh, voice. Oh, and also when she's saying when when she's saying when the music she's saying and the lyrics. Woof. Yeah. Foxy. So, that made me hit puberty. You yeah. think you're more attracted to Nicki Minaj? I can already tell. So, do you think that plays into it? Wait, do you think your masculinity f- feeds into that? Let's just unpack this onion. <laughs> wait, a little. On, wait, did you? Just you ask think me? Nicki Minaj is hotter, so you like her more than Cardi B? Oh, 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 no. Uh, I mean, I think Nicki Minaj is hotter. Yes. However, I like her music more. I think it's just better. You like Starships more than Bodak Yellow? Yeah. What? Yeah. Starships meant to fly. All right. Well, we, we don't have we don't have clearance for that. So oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we officially just got cut. You can't build that into the into the new intro. No, because um, <laughs> I think that's I think that's a very clear cut. Like dudes who like Nicki Minaj are typically dudes who like the way Nicki Minaj looks. Have and you I'm, heard Have you heard Moment for Life? Yep. Oh, fan, fantastic. <laughs> the song. interesting thing here's the interesting thing still about rap music is that even in 2019. There's still only room for one female rapper. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a very weird, like, exclusive. It's part. a very, like, it's still a dynamic that everybody just seems to accept. Yeah. And it, it was it was Lil' Kim, then it was Foxy, and now it went from Nicki Minaj and it's Cardi B. Yeah. Right? And now, who's the other one now? Megan The Stallion? Who, yeah. By the way. Holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, now we know why. Yeah, <laughs> Fandom in this discussion is pretty, you can connect those dots pretty I quick. haven't heard a bar, but <laughs> holla at your boy. Now, in the meantime, they're still talking about... Got me out of my, my Hidalgo steez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and what they're, but what they're, what they're talking about, I feel like, really hasn't grown that much because you remember... Ooh, who's got the juiciest? Oh, That's exactly, all it is. Exactly. <laughs> which, hey, Dude, there's a ton of female sells. rappers right now that just none of them... Like, Remy Ma's actually had, like, a really good album, like, whoa, was whoa. a year ago. Remy Ma had an album a year ago? Oh, yeah. Like, Murder, Inc., Remy Ma? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Still married to Papoose. <laughs> Still the OG New York couple. Do you think they have regular conversation, or is everything just, like, bars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got into it with Nicki Minaj on, like, Twitter, and then she Who had an did? album. And then she probably got body. What female rapper hasn't gone into it with the other female Eve? rapper? I mean... Did Eve really have... Eve had, Eve had a career in, in 2002. No. She kind of, but she actually sort of, I guess Eve, like. She had a song, Gwen Stefani. The road was kind of like cleared for her, though, because like Foxy and it was kind of sort of falling off. Yeah. yeah. I loved Eve. Yeah, I think that, and then there's. Where um, do we stand on those dog print tattoos? <laughs> Beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, I don't like him that much. I thought it was did weird. You, did you just have a heart attack? Well, that, was a, that was a lot. Don't well, when you bring up when you bring up the paw print tattoos, yeah, yeah I, might have, are, I might stroke out a little. Those bit. work for you? Those are. I mean, I was fourteen. I think <laughs> like I was just discovering that women of other ethnicities even existed, and was like, oh, that works for me. Like I don't know. Like, like it's just it's like going to Baskin Robbins and realize they have more than just vanilla. You're like, oh my god, this is yeah. the place to be. So I can't say they didn't work for me. I was very susceptible. They to didn't that. did not work for me, but I yeah. yeah. Good yeah. use of vanilla yeah. there, by the way. It's fine. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's multi multi leveled. I think that the female hip hop thing is funny because 
you remember like when Nicki Minaj first came out, if you remember like any of those early, there's no chance that you thought she looked like what she looked like unless you knew, unless you were like really, really deep in that hip hop game and knew who Nicki Minaj was. Like even the Drake, like the 2011, that verse she had on whatever that seventh track of Thank Me Later was. And uh, she's got that fucking line about doing donuts in the six. But you just like you're immediately like this girl's gonna be like a more ratchet little Kim, like a chopped cheese eating like Harlem. Well, I mean, if you really go back, if you look at early Nicki Minaj pictures, like really was before it? she really popped off, she was ratchet as fuck. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's what I thought, she and then all of, up, and then all of a sudden, like two years later, she's just this like dude, homegirl was icon. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta look. All right, I'm gonna look this up right now. Well, look, look, up. At, look at the the what Kylie Jenner when she was a kid, she was. Disgusting, and then that's what happens when you get a little. Uh, she was, she was not attractive. That's what happens when you get a little bit of a uh, little plastic thrown in, you know, a little smoothing out here and there. I mean, that's so, what, all right. Let's go around the horn. All right, let's say you had the money, you, 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 you but you have to have one plastic surgery mm. operation, right? You get fifty billion dollars, but the caveat is you get you have you have to get plastic surgery. What are you getting done? I'm getting my dick bigger. You kidding me? I mean, sucks for you. <laughs> I also, is that a thing? <laughs> 50 million in a bigger hog or 50 billion in a bigger hog? Where do I sign up? That face and you want a bigger dick? <laughs> yeah, I got 50 billion in the bank. Okay. Any plastic surgery? Yeah. I'm just going to get like I'm just going to get <laughs> Can I get whatever Al Roker got? I'm just going to be want to be skinny as fuck. You get lap band, that's probably not plastic surgery. Yeah, then you can't eat that much. I'll take though. a tummy tuck. Can they there give me go. abs? Can sure. I get Ooh, yeah. there you go. Paint on yeah, abs? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Cuz then I know that if with 50 billion I could just like pay somebody to brainwash me to like never want food again and then I'd be skinny as shit mm. what about you what are you getting oh, I'm getting calves bro come on calves oh yeah <laughs> true can life they want do, calves can they do <laughs> can they do quads too <laughs> you need the whole package you need the lower half special well I gotta get the 50 billion first so you're not gonna rock you're not, see I was thinking maybe some sort of hair transplant for myself because of Why? the male dude 50 billion dude here's the nice thing about being bald though that, that kind of money you just get wigs and you have New hairstyle every day. I would love to see you in a wig. Right? It's like Al Sharpton type wig. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't love to see me in a wig? <laughs> I would. Just I heard some lettuce. <laughs> I love how I came on to talk fantasy football and we started off with female rappers and now... You finding uh, them hood-ass hood ratchet pictures of Nicki Minaj yet or what? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it, it, it ain't good. It Tough. Ain't good. Also, though, I just luck. we gotta we're gonna button this up. You not liking Cardi B is just... That's that factually... Agree to disagree? factually incorrect. Agree to disagree? If you think Moment for Life is better than... Oh, Moment for Life is, is Moment for Life the, is a very good song. Or Even Roman's Revenge is pretty good, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Like, those are objectively good rap songs. Starships is not. <laughs> Anaconda is not. Those are not good songs. I'm convinced that there's just like... But Cardi B's going there anyway. She's going to be doing the same shit next year. I'm here for that. When she falls off and she starts doing fucking pop-ass songs with David Guetta. I mean, sure he is, right? Didn't she do that song Maroon 5? I don't know. Did she? Yeah. Whatever, I'm here for Cardi B. I'm a, I'm a fan. I actually, the other day, this is just... Well, I'm Megan the Stallion, holla at your boy. To button up this story. This podcast gets 100 listens a week. Holla at your man. <laughs> My fiance doesn't want to... Uh, she doesn't want to admit this. So the other day, you ever like... You ever have like a long-standing kind of a situation where you then become right in your relationship and then it comes up like two years later that like that thing comes full circle and then you just can't help but like stand it out like that was me. Mm -hmm. I was right. Mm -hmm. That was Cardi B. Oh, I thought we were about to say the fucking weekend again. <laughs> <laughs> no, we already know. That's dude, that's already on the wall. That that platinum record's up there as my most right thing ever. No. I literally the other day we were driving in my car and my Apple Music auto played to some like album cut from Cardi B's like Invasion of Privacy album. And she goes, Ooh, you listen to a little Cardi? And I was like, 
Bitch, I was on Bodak <laughs> I was like, you don't even. Dude, we used to get into arguments. I would play Bodak Yellow all the time. I loved that song when it came out. And she'd just be like, this song sucks. This girl's like awful. Oh my God. And you like this. And that's what she used to do to me. And then come full circle now. All right. Cardi B is an Instagram phenom. So shout out to the queen. But uh, she knows I was right on that one. I've never been more right. And I just I just went off. And the car like, oh, this is a Saturday morning. She's like, oh, you've been listening to some Cardi? I was like, bitch, you know I like Cardi. So why didn't the engagement work out well? Let me yeah. tell you. I was like, you only like Cardi because I like Cardi. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, don't come at me with that bow neck yellow. Oh, these mimosas are hitting you right now, Check the they? receipts. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was a quiet car ride from there on out. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna listen to this Bastille and like it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. Love you, Jay. <laughs> hey, boo. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't gonna listen to this tomorrow. We, we Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> she not listening to this the second it drops. <laughs> no, no bated breath. When there. she gets those notifications, she doesn't oh, run yeah, to her, no, her Bluetooth no. speaker. Okay. She probably, even got, she probably even got the automatic downloads. I'll download when I get to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can uh, start talking fantasy football, I guess. Yeah, let's hard pivot. That was enough white men talking African-American <laughs> music stars uh, for 400, Alex. <laughs> I'll take, is it racist? For it one more, one more. Are, are we ready for a female, like a super popular female white rapper yet? Ooh, that's a good question. Are we there yet? I mean, no. or is it, it ever going to happen? Well, what's her name? Um, what about um, Iggy? Iggy does yeah. Not count. <laughs> no? She's no. a pop star. She's a pop artist. <laughs> I'm talking like. You're like talking a, like I'm talking, or... I'm talking like a gang banging white mm. bitch. Like you're talking Eve, but white. Or yeah. even just like. I'm talking old, Slim Jesus, but a girl. Female logic. Even that. Like even Ooh. like the nerd white rapper. Like, well, yeah, Logic's sure. half black, so. Okay. <laughs> if he's half black, then. <laughs> you're like a 16th. Yeah, I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm like half French in the way that somehow I'm from France. Like, I mean, he's pretty white. He's the whitest dude around. Yeah. Logic? He's not that white. He's kind of white. He's what? White. I mean, I'm darker than him. Yeah, both I got of you a better, guys I got a better tan than We're all darker than Drake is. <laughs> uh, but, but Logic has lots of freckles. Like, lots of freckles. When you, when you, when you find out. This you, dude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for the brand. Uh, I'm kidding. Me. What did you Google? Whitest logic picture of all time? Oh, oh, this one? How about this one? I'll just scroll through the hits here. Which one of these do you think it is? Oh, this guy. Oh, he's got chains though. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one you, got, well. you you have to. Oh, this guy. You have to tweet these like the 35 followers. On this the looks like he was at the rally. Dude, go back to that fat, Go back to that fat gold chain. I might have to get one of those. That's, That's nice. fresh. Oh, God, That's right, a fresh right, look. Yeah. Oh, this guy. I've been dressing like. Oh, look, Alton Brown. You don't. Food Network's really diversifying. Apparently, <laughs> this guy. Oh my god! Yeah, this has to be on the Instagram feed or something, so the people know what we're here. laughing at because this is here. ridiculous. Because you're very right on this. So this argument. Yeah, maybe there will be. I don't know. I'm trying to think of successful female white rappers. Can I Google that without ending up like on a watch list? Yeah, go ahead. Iggy Azalea. That's the the story starts and ends with her. And I agree. She's she's not a good rapper. Isn't she selling like seamless now? Isn't she Australian too? She like, is Australian. Makes it really weird. She got fat ass. Though. And, <laughs> and there's that video of her rapping where <laughs> she's going. It's pretty impressive. Female white rappers. Google. Iggy Azalea. Little Kim and Miss Yellow are the first. Oh my god! This might be like Little Debbie. Ooh, Little Debbie. Snow the product. V- oh, actually, I've heard of Snow the Product. V-Nasty? Nope. 
what are we to do with white women rappers by BuzzFeed? <laughs> <laughs> what a headline by BuzzFeed. Like what a headline. Oh, yeah. the uh, ca- uh, Catch me outside. How about that girl? Oh, Bad God. baby. She's a rapper. No, she isn't. She's something, all right. No, she isn't. She got bars, dude. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah, I can't, there's literally not even any on here. Yeah, there's none. Right. Let's, let's let's do a hard pivot. There's nothing to work with here. He's, he's still he's grinding for something. How old do you think Iggy Azalea is? You want to know who the hottest white rapper? Want to know who the hottest white rapper in the streets is? Lindsay. Anytime Salt and Pepper comes on. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. You know who's the hottest white rapper in the streets? Uh, any college girl at any karaoke bar. Anytime a rap song comes on. Yeah. Just it's just it's a way of life. I know we're we're getting to that point in time like college is back in session in a couple weeks we're due for another full sorority of white chicks all saying the Screaming N-word. The N-word. <laughs> oh yeah, like we are. That train is never late and we're getting real close to gold digger popping up again with some hard ends. Like like clockwork. Like clockwork. Here's two, all right, here are my two questions about that scenario that always inevitably pops up. One, who decides that this is something that should be videotaped? A stupid girl. And two, who decides afterwards it should be on the internet? A stupid girl. Like, if Nate Correct. held his if Nate held his phone up right now and said, "Hey, I'm recording," mm-hmm. and I just started, started ripping in, <laughs> <laughs> and I just started I just started doing the second verse from Country Grammar, which by the way I'm pretty sure is punctuated every bar with the N word, and then he just puts it on Instagram like, "Hey, yo, check it out, episode 101. Matt does karaoke." Yeah, Luke's, Luke's in the house, been pretty chill. Hey, like, rate, subscribe. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't, in this day and age, like, I don't know why anybody would think that's a good idea. I mean, it's pretty easy to not say the N-word or any other right, word that's right, offensive. It's right. even easier to not say post it into it. a camera, yeah. and it's even easier to not post <laughs> it on the internet. Alcohol All of that is factual. Drug. All of that is factual. But chicks be doing it. Well, my question is, how long until we get the first, um, 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 quote-unquote, racial uh, costume? I mean, is it going to be... Ooh. Is it going to be Halloween, or are we going to have some theme parties before that, where some college or some fraternity? Wait, when you say we, like us? Well, just in general, <laughs> we as a human beings, um, as a, as a yeah, my, human beings. My DMs are full of invites to college parties. <laughs> that can be problematic. I mean, I'm not, I'm not having a Django Unchained theme party. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but how long? You know, there's always that 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 viral story on Barstool where some sorority or fraternity gets kicked off campus for. Now imagine she's white. But you know what? I was having a conversation with Lindsay about cultural appropriation this week because go off, King. Well, no, she asked like <laughs> she asked like a, like she asked a very good question. Like she basically like wanted just to like understand it better because it's hard. I think it's very hard, myself included. It's hard for white people to understand how something could like be offensive like mm-hmm. that. When we haven't been through 360 years of persecution, t- exactly. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I just don't. Simple. And honestly, as dumb as these kids look, I really, I try to give humanity Uh-oh. the Uh-oh. benefit of the doubt every now and then. I think Let's they just, go. I think they just don't fucking get it sometimes. Well, what's the big deal of wearing a sombrero? You wear some, you get kicked off campus for wearing sombreros and, and drinking Coronas. You like do. really? I like think you do? Yeah, you do. It's crazy nowadays. Literally, it's so PC nowadays. You can't even have a Mexican theme party. Otherwise, you get booted off campus. I mean, when I was in college in the 2003 through 2007. This is this is Duke Breeley talking now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got Duke nothing to hide. Really. I got nothing to hide. No, I mean, we, we did like the, the jersey party, right, where everybody wore a jersey. And you had a few people who went a little above and beyond and threw like some, some grills in or something like that. But, you know, nowadays, the slightest thing just triggers so much. 
And I, like, you can't Those have fun anymore. Snowflakes. You can't well, being, have fun well, anymore. Here's the thing, too, is that being woke is a competition now. Yeah. Well, yeah. But here's the thing. Like, I'm not saying, like, hey, let's all paint ourselves in blackface and, and you know, pretend like we're all Little John or anything like that. But, but you're, I'm not, saying, you're not not saying that? No, I am saying that because <laughs> I, I get why that's an issue. But, like, if you want to wear a basketball jersey, have a jersey party, right? All of a sudden, somebody else on the other side. Wait, y'all had jersey parties? Oh, oh hell yeah. Where's mine? Oh, right? yeah. We got, well, I was in Ohio. So. Also, yeah. speaking of jerseys, I got a. I got a mea culpa I got to deal with here at some point, Uh-oh. but oh, do you want to? Do you guys want? Do you want me to referee this or no? No, we're gonna uh, <clears throat> we're gonna take a brief pause. Somebody go tinkle, and then we're gonna start a fantasy football talk. So if you have been listening to this point and you've been interested with whatever we've been talking about, now <laughs> thank the time you. To, now thank it's time you. to tune out. Yeah, now's the time. <laughs> like, rate, review, subscribe at Mixmh2 on Instagram and Twitter. The episode will be starting its second phase in a second with Radio Magic, and we are. All the way back. You just got to see kind empty of, bladders, full glasses. <laughs> you got to see behind the scenes of kind of the more annoying part of this whole podcast. No, I, I actually so he, like one person here actually needs to fucking so I steer this. I shit. texted Matt and I go, hey, like, what do you want to talk about other than fantasy football? He goes, ah, we'll figure it out. Like, come that's on. not what I said. He said something along those lines. That's not what I said. I said, I said, stay golden pony boy. You know, he expected me to expect you guys to be somewhat organized ahead of an episode, and I'm all about the organic. And I quote. Stuff. What else are we talking other than fantasy? And I said, adorable that you think after 100 episodes we'd have something like an itinerary for our show. Don't ever change. I tried. I tried to have segments. I thought we could do shit. Yeah. And I got, I got laughed out of the how, building how episode dare four. How dare I? Yeah, heaven forbid we yeah. did something organized. And then I Only says, one of us came up with a pre-production sheet that nobody ever used. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> episode one. Well, my point is I just you know just want to make sure that we keep the listeners informed and they keep coming back for more. But Okay, so if you've been tuning in thus far, you've heard a lot of culturally relevant talk, you know, something you might be interested in. Racism? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're fighting racism. Yeah. Oh, now, okay. now here's here's the part where a lot of you tune out. Spoiler alert, it's going to get we're getting in the weeds now. Lindsay? No, but if you want to make some money though playing fantasy football, you listen. Even if you don't like Ooh, fantasy yeah, football. I like money. You, you yeah. want to make money? Wait, my ears just perked. You want to make the money? Up. I'm all listen, the way up. Hot listen tips. for the next 3 hours cuz I'm just going to go <laughs> off on the 200 200th <laughs> pick in every draft. Yikes. Okay. Um so we did want to hand out the the league honorable mentions for last year, and at the risk of being a little too masturbatory, yes, <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, you know. Refrain. So the mix in a water league is back this year. We've expanded. We've added <laughs> PJ, Colin, not Luke. Oh, oh, nope. So you expanded the league. We don't four want, teams and didn't add me. We don't want any Rude. sharp. Wait, we think I want to invite sharp money into that's this good, game. Yeah, <laughs> oh, into the zero dollar. If I strap, oh, you now up, it's ten. If I, stra- oh. if I strap you to a lie detector right now and ask you, you want to join our ten, no, I'm NFL, good. Yeah, I'm so good. I, the fuck out my face. <laughs> <laughs> I got this shit to worry about. So we are back this year. Uh, same crew as last year. We've added four people: Heidi, Connor, PJ, and a dog. Brace case. Are joining our league. Is that a joke? No, you had a doc. I had no idea. Are you stoned? No, someone's just sniffing me. You're high, bro. I wish it was. This oh, podcast, yeah. dog. All right. Oh, you have shit. so okay. many notifications. You need to shut your screen <laughs> right, up. That's stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> so last year's results. We had a pretty good year last year, but I think we need to probably give out more of the negatives than the positives. Oh, yeah. So last year we had a 10-team league finishing at the bottom. Podcast wife. Lindsay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Come on, Lindsay. Tenth place. Right at the bottom. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Guess what's <laughs> happening this year? <laughs> After that, Brandomir coming in ninth. Lindsay, you want me to draft for you this year? I, I do think it's worth noting that uh, I do think it's worth noting that eighth place was Claire. 
who drafted Rob Gronkowski with her first overall pick. And like numbers, there's like the third pick of the draft. Eighth, eight, eighth. She is came in eighth. Yeah, not yes. a bad. <laughs> she beat out multiple people. I and, call that a win. And hungry, uh, Brownie's team. He he is actually kind of trying. So <laughs> that's pretty tough. Uh, then Ben coming in seventh place. Then Big Dick J, everyone's fan favorite. Not BDJ. even in the top five. Not in the top fifty percent. BDJ coming in number sixth. Uh, Scotty, the drunkest podcast guest in human history. <laughs> Home, homie to was, Hody. Homie was brown out. <laughs> he was drunker on the podcast than he was when he was drafting and managing his team. He came in fifth. Then your boy. Are you getting a Are you getting a new team name this year? Yeah, I haven't thought of it yet. What was the team name last year? Uh, fourth place. Mixing a water. Oh wow. Joe mixing a water. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. not bad. And so, he was a Bengal, but I didn't draft him. <laughs> And he came in fourth. And I came in fourth. So <laughs> not even the top three. I, I caught some bad beats though. I, I lost. I, I lost OBJ like week two. Oh yeah. So no, nah, not week two, but it was early. Week, well, it was like week ten last year. Yeah, two ten. What's the difference? So uh, home girl. But eight weeks. The podium finish for the podcast league last year in third place, Kelsey, who. Maybe our biggest. Like she listens to every episode. Shout out Kelsey. I don't know yeah. you, but you She's sound awesome. Fan. She's a big fan. So uh, she was ten and three and came in third place. Ladies and Edelman was her team name. I have no doubt that she googled that. <laughs> Shout out Kelsey. Uh, in second place, <laughs> real a real uh, brain stumper here on the uh, name creation. J Dog <laughs> is her team name. <laughs> So Jay Money, yeah, Yelena really drafted well last year. Jay Money really uh, really had it in hey, there. She's hey Yelena, Yelena, good job. Good job on that draft last year. It's and impressive work. In first place was me. Was so sweet, sweet, sweet. So power couple of the podcast, what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Yelena drafted so well. <laughs> Allegedly. She, she drafted really well. She's probably going to draft well again this year. <laughs> it's incredible how she let me, let me. Let me uh, we love pulling the curtain back here on the Mix on Water podcast. Let me pull the curtain back to last year's draft when Lindsay and I were sitting here drafting. Matt, it's my pick. Okay, who's at the top of the list? <laughs> Just number one. <laughs> so that's why I'm drafting for Lindsay this year. Now, eight o'clock tonight, bro. All right, Don't I'm let in. me I'm, down. I'm in. In fairness, in fairness. Sorry, we have a we have a kid here. Child alert! Child alert! <laughs> no swearing. Can you do cheers? This this makes cheers. for bad radio, Thank but you. this is adorable. She's just going around cheersing everybody with her little teacups. Just taking shots mm-hmm. at a girl. Don't ever change. <laughs> Dougie Hundo's bombs. Did you see your pants? that bad? Fart City in here. <laughs> All right. So we are now sweetening the pot a little on the mix in our water. Oh, yeah. It is now a $10 bomb. Cash money. Now, I'm the winner take all. No. Oh, okay. I'm a, I'm <laughs> no, a, the pod keeps half. This is a 50-50. This, this is the marketing budget right here. Oh, dude, I need new windshield wipers and a bunch of shit. I can't fucking see the pot. Go see the whip driving down with some new decals. Um, there you go. Wow. Audio was tough before then. So we have decided we're going to up to 14 people. We are adding a $10 buy-in. If you're listening to this right now and you are in the podcast league, you've not Venmo be $10. Go fuck yourself. Do that now. <laughs> uh, paying out in a pretty, I think. Should a, we just throw out government names every week of people who have not paid? <laughs> shame, shame, shame. So we're actually doing. Brace case. Yeah, you ain't paid. We're doing, yeah, right. <laughs> Put his actual social out there. <laughs> Driving around. License plate, New Hampshire, 0000. <laughs> um, so we are going to 
0 0 0 Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very exclusive plate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he... <laughs> so this year, we're going to do... This is the scheme. It's $10 buy-in, and then we're going to do $50 if you win the league, $25 if you come in second, and then there's 5 bucks to be had every week for high, high score. Yeah. So for anybody out there who's worried about not getting their $10 back, you can try hard <laughs> to get your $10 back by... <laughs> Literally just filling in your lineup. That's all I'm trying to do is just incentivize people to just for this, is, this is a great league, by the way. I'm very, I'm actually a little, a little disappointed I'm not in it, but I'm, I'm over it now. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm cashing. <laughs> I'm gonna need a W two. <laughs> I'm gonna need some tax paraphernalia. So that being said, the league draft is tonight. And maybe we should talk a little fantasy football strategy. Mm-hmm. We got a resident expert, man nerd. What's up? Now, before we start getting into real specific here, let's start broad strokes. Okay. All right. Let's start broad strokes. Let's talk early rounds. Okay. Who should you be drafting? What positions should you be drafting early rounds in a fantasy football draft? So, if you draft a quarterback... <clears throat> Spoiler alert, it's probably not Tom Brady, right? <laughs> I would love to draft Tom Brady, but um, we'll talk about strategy with that. But if you're drafting a quarterback or a tight end in the first two rounds, go fuck yourself. It's, it's the dumbest thing you could do. I understand having a guy like Patrick Mahomes is, is a... a a chance to make you a league winner. However, you know, the opportunity cost um, of taking Mahomes. What's an opportunity cost? So the opportunity of, of having a quarterback in round 10 as opposed to a uh, – and, and taking a running back in round one or round two um, versus going quarterback round one or round two and taking a running back round 10, you're losing out on the opportunity cost. You're losing out on the opportunity for better points from a position. Okay. Right? So it's a position-by-position position basis. The quarterback, by and large, has the least variability between the Every first... quarterback scoring like 20 points yes. every game, basically. Yes. On average. Right. Now, Mahomes won me a ton of leagues last year because I drafted him in the 10th round. So you have to find the, the guy who's going to outplay his ADP, average draft position, in the 10th round. And that's why in the first two rounds, I've been going wide receiver, wide receiver, or running back wide receiver. Hey, Doug, you go fuck yourself. I have a question. Okay. Yes. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Sorry, can't do anything. Why did, you, why did you just say ADP and then average draft position back to back? He's trying to make sure. When you could know. have just said average draft position. Because. He's going to use ADP when moving you're, forward. I'm going to use ADP moving forward. I want the listeners to know what ADP stands for. It's like for. English comp class. Right. So you got to use the acronym early. Right. Never there. heard of it? No. Okay, perfect. So English class. Speaking of ADP. No, I mean, I, I think what happens, you need to go running back or wide receiver in the first round. All dicks penetrate. And, and the second <laughs> round. And the, the only time I suggest taking a tight end is in the third round. So if you can get Zach Ertz, George Kittle, or Travis Kelsey in the third round, you go after that because they'll put up wide receiver one numbers if it's a PPR league, right? Point, point per reception. So um, that's my strategy. So far, so good, I think, with, with – I mean, I've been doing that for the past, like, 10-plus years – but, um, you know, this year I've drafted twice so far. I drafted sixth overall in one league, and I went DeAndre Hopkins on the way back went Mike Evans. Like, that's a really, really good start for yeah. a 12-team league. I, I can think that works. Um, I shit my pants a little bit and took uh, Philip Lindsay in the third round. I don't know why I took him that early, but it seemed like a good idea at the time. But the rest of the draft went pretty well. And, um, you know, I eventually got my tight end, got my quarterback, seventh, eighth, ninth round. And I just think it, that's a strategy there because you, if you get the high-end production in the first and the second round, 
and just kind of fill in the spots um, later on. That's that's the best way to go. So I second this. I do this in every in my league that I've been in for the longest, my longest tenured league with the same group of guys. I am now the joke that I will take quarterback like when I take my kicker. Like yeah. I, I draft a quarterback basically like thirteen or fourteen right. round every year. Well, per- I got Big Ben this year. Per- well, perfect yeah. example. Big, <laughs> Big Ben. Do you know where he finished last year in fantasy points? Uh, I don't know. I know he's like led the league in passing. Second now. overall. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can get him in the fourteenth, fifteenth yeah. round. You can get Philip Rivers, the guy that I'm targeting, and this worked so well when I like. I drafted Tony Romo back in the day all the time because while he would shit down his leg during games, he'd still get you 25, 30 fantasy points. And I got him in the 10th round. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is, is this year's Tony Romo and will be this year's Tony Romo for the next two, three years. He's got Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, who are two top tier wide receivers getting drafted in the second, third round. He's Dalvin got Kyle Cook. Rudolph, who's a really good tight end. And he's got Dalvin Cook, who's going to catch a ton of balls. So, um, you know, I, I've I, every league I've drafted so far, Kirk Cousins has been my quarterback, and I've taken him. I think the latest I've taken him is like the thirteenth round, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I just stockpile running backs. Like I just running backs are what you want to stockpile, like backup running backs, because if if a guy goes down, obviously somebody steps in. Um, I mean, a big a big name right now who you can probably get in the eighth or ninth round is Tony Pollard. He's the backup running yeah. back in in uh, Dallas. No idea what Ezekiel Elliott's going to do. Yeah. Um, he does seem like he's going to sign, but I don't know. You think he would, but, but you never all know. the reports right now, I mean, if you're drafting the first round, you can't, I, I physically cannot take Zeke. I have the fourth pick in a draft tonight, right? I'm not taking Zeke if he's there. I'm taking yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. I'm yeah. hoping somebody takes him before me. 100%. But like, okay, so for example, though, quick question. If you knew Zeke was missing two to three weeks, if you knew for a fact he'd be back week three, where are you drafting him? I would probably miss him on. I wouldn't get him because yeah. I would miss him on the first round, and then depending on where I was drafting, if I was like, if I was a mid ten or twelve team, mm-hmm. if I could get him like at fifteen, yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah. But I'd miss him at five because right. that'd be too high. Yep. And then somebody would probably get him at ten. Yeah. I think like somebody eight to twelve is taking yeah. him. You know what I mean? Because there's too much upside. But here's the problem though. So say he comes back week three. Is he playing week four? Or is he playing week three? Like when's he gonna play? Yeah. If Tony Pollard impresses, because. I mean, running back is such a, a fluid position based on your offensive line. Mm-hmm. If Pollard comes in and rushes for 100 yards the first three weeks, are they going to rush back? Zeke? Yeah, I'm a big like proponent in fantasy football that you can't. You have to have some like league season long vision, mm-hmm. but ultimately you're trying to win individual weeks. Right. So like you can't be worried about week five. Like you got to figure out how you're going to beat the person you're playing week, week one. one through four. Yeah. yeah, weeks one through four, those wins count the same. Like you know, I mean, if you can go four and zero. Oh, with Tony Pollard or like James Conner, obviously yeah. was the big one, right? Yeah. Like everybody had him was so high on him. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent of that. So I don't know. You, you got to take him for like maybe potentially being there in 13, 14, 15 when you're in the championship or you're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But you know, I have a hard time taking up roster spots for guys who are like high upside long. I did this last year. I had Aaron Jones the entire season. And all I wanted was Aaron Jones to be well. I drafted him again this year. I'm like a huge Aaron Jones fan, but it's like there's always that moment of like fuck I gotta drop like another player who right. maybe is more usable and you're just like stashing and hoping. But, but with Aaron Jones, he is on a great Packers offense where if he's healthy, he's a top ten running back. You know, so but the problem is he's never been healthy his whole career. Um, he's kind of we've kind of run into issues with suspensions. Like you know, it's tough. Yeah, he's um I think he's gonna be good this year. I think that's uh so let's do a little verbal. A little verbal mock. Actually, we're gonna do a draft review. Okay. So we'll get we'll get L Dog's thoughts on. I just did this draft last weekend. <laughs> L Dog, you're really creative with your nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> Before you do that, real quick, I need the I need the top three marquee drafts this year. Who's it gonna be? Like top three picks? Yeah. Who are the top three? 
if I'm drafting one, I'm taking Christian McCaffrey. Okay. And I understand a lot of people would say Saquon Barkley because he had a great rookie year. But Saquon. It's Saquif Barkley. <laughs> I guess I missed. Put some respect on his <laughs> I name. I missed that one. It's my team name last uh, year. Okay. PSU running back Saquif Barkley. Um, so I take McCaffrey one. I take Kamara two. Uh, I think Latavius Murray, who they brought in to kind of take over the backup role, I think he'll still have somewhat of a role. Maybe not as big as Mark Ingram's was. But if you remember uh, Kamara last year for the first four weeks when Ingram was suspended, he was he's the number one running back in fantasy. He's putting up like record numbers. Um, and three, I take Saquon Barkley just because of the usage. Now, I say that with the caveat, that offense is going to be terrible in New York. Um, you know, they can dump it off to Saquon all they want, or Saquif, if I may. They can dump it off to him all they want, but, you know, he eventually, he I, I could see him having a stat line of 250 rushing yards for like, a th- you know, 250 rushes for like 950 yards, yeah, six touchdowns, and like 100 catches for... He's not going to be yards. that productive at times. You I, just you're counting on his explosiveness that right. his ability to create is going to. You know. Well, that's the thing. If you look at his numbers last year, without those big long touchdown runs where he would just you know get explosive and, and break a few tackles, he's pretty and, mediocre. You know, he was very mediocre but, because that offense sucks, and that was with Odell Beckham last year. Now he's gone, so they're relying on Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate, who's suspended for four games. Is that Browns team going to be a problem? That Browns team will be a huge problem. I've been. How do we feel about Baker Mayfield? I think Baker Mayfield is going to. Do we be, fuck with that attitude? Or I not? fuck. I love that attitude. I think Baker is perfect for the NFL. He's the perfect quarterback. See, I don't think Dougie fucks with it. Well, no, Dougie's an idiot. Um, <laughs> I'll let you finish. <laughs> Baker teeters on the edge of cockiness um, and confidence, which I think is what you need to have if you're a quarterback. Um, he's also very talented, and he also has a great offensive line in front of him and great weapons at wide receiver. A great, a decent offensive line and a really, really good. Do you defense. think he's single handedly changing the mindset in Cleveland? I know yeah. for a fact. No, I know for a fact he is. Because 100. You know, with when we did the Never Ending Glory podcast, it was with a bunch of R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace <laughs> and peace. This um, podcast still going though. I, I uh, it was with a bunch of guys from Cleveland. That's where I went to school, and the difference in the outlook on the season. Like, it's night and day compared to three years ago. Where'd you go to school? Kent State? Baldwin Wallace. The Baldwin Wallace University. Is that in Akron? It's in Cleveland. We're 1-0 lifetime against Syracuse in football. True story. How close so, to that is... that is, the Donovan McNabb how close? No, no, that's like the 40s. <laughs> how close to that is the album cover of Bone Thugs East 99? It's a it's a solid twenty miles, and I don't. I did get lost in East Cleveland one time. It was very scary. I did see East 99th one time, and I uh, ducked down in my seat a little bit. That was Just a quick there. tangent. I actually really enjoyed Cleveland. I was there. It's a, it's a great city. I was downtown in the new like the casino area. Oh, the, yeah, yeah the like Jack the big. Casino. Yeah, I was down there. I stayed in that hotel, and I fucking. I did tell the story on the podcast. Maybe the most like I consider myself. To whatever degree every white guy considers themselves a guy who could just like assimilate culture. Like I can just hang out. Like I think I'm pretty chill. I'm kind of like low demeanor. I know how to, you know, handle myself in a situation. Just be like polite and kind of. I can intermingle. I've never been more like overwhelmed with just like different racial culture. I went to this casino and I'm like a gambler. I'm ready to play some craps. These crap tables were like I'm not going. Like, this is not a fucking game. Like this was no. dice that had moved indoors. Yeah. Like and I thought like again I'm confident. Like ah. I can just walk up, be polite. Like I know the, I know how to play craps. Hello, per- friends. I'm an okay craps player. Like I know how to be respectful. And casinos, obviously, that's the number one thing. Like you just gotta kind of mm-hmm. keep the thing moving. And then I get in there. These dudes got.
got their fucking belts off. Like just, <laughs> these dudes are like just fucking screaming. Like these have fucking ten dudes around a craft table. Just They're fuck. clocking in. Oh my god! I was like, it was probably it was probably a bunch of guys from my fantasy football league. Shout out Zustin Bros. So. Dude, I literally walked into this this place. It could have been your boys. I walked in and I just fucking like oh, oh fuck. And then I just I couldn't find like the a same Mohegan Sun no mo. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. find a table that I felt like I wasn't gonna get totally <laughs> annihilated at for like being a fucking idiot. And then oh, I just yeah. ended up I basically there's like two floors. I went up to the floor that had the table games. I did like one big lap, hit the bar, grabbed like two beers in like 20 minutes then thought like maybe I'd get some liquid courage I'd come back around no <laughs> no. and then I just went downstairs no. and I just put quietly I was just playing roulette behind a kid who had a Louis Vuitton backpack and was playing like thousand dollar hands of roulette <laughs> like a thousand on like 13 like he was just him and his boys were just and his boy would hold the backpack and he'd be like He'd be like, give me a thousand. And he, he's like talking to the dealer. He's like, I'll put a thousand on was 21. It, was it Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> no, he was not white. <laughs> and he was just screaming at this. He's like, he's like, all right, put it on this one. And then he hit one. He hit like a thousand dollars on like a 13. And the lady was like, the lady like knew him. And she was like, do you have your card or whatever? She's like, I don't have enough cash here to cash you out. So like, let me just put it on your card thing. And he's like, all right. Like this guy's just in there all the time, I guess. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm behind him just like. I'll have 25 on, on red. <laughs> I'm going to put 25 on red. I'm also going to put 25 on black. <laughs> but also, don't let that guy know that I bet opposite of whatever he bet. If I hit the greens, I'm pissed. Dude, I almost lost money just like just trailing that guy. Oh, I was yeah. just like, I'm just going to bet whatever he's betting because if I don't, I feel like I'm going to mess the juju yeah, up. Exactly. Like, I don't want to be the but guy. That's like, but that, like, it's funny you say that because like, that's that infectious energy I was talking about. Like, if... If you like get somebody like that in front of you, like Baker is with the Browns, then it's like you can almost like will it, I guess. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, it, you know the, the the vibe in Cleveland right now. You know we saw it big time when the Cavs won, right? Like when the Cavs won, it was just like a life changing moment for a lot of people out there in Cleveland. A lot of my friends included. This, year, but if if Cleveland is such a football town though, that if the Browns win the Super Bowl, the the city is lighting on fire. And I'm there for it. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, and and it's been a, it's been an interesting dynamic where I went to school out there when they had like you know Charlie Fry and Brilliant Edwards as like the the future of the franchise, right? How that worked. Bray out. Bray. How that work out? Um, I've you know been there you know for the 0 16 season. You know, I'm in the group chat with all these guys and just like sitting and listening and, and, and reading what they're talking about. Like you know, meanwhile I'm I'm a Patriots fan and I'm basking in the glory of multiple Super Bowls. Um, but now, legitimate, like, Baker is, he is the real deal. I think he's a very, very, very good quarterback. I think he's a little bit. Three varies. Yeah, ve very. Almost as many games as he's started. Very. <laughs> Almost. But um, he has, he is, I think, a little bit, his value is inflated a little bit in fantasy this year. I mean, he's getting drafted as, like, a top five quarterback. I'm not ready to do that just yet. And, again, that's not the area where I draft my quarterbacks. Um, we can agree, though, just not necessarily on a fantasy level. That Baker's personality is infectious when things are going well, but when it start, if it starts That's to go wrong, thing. we'll see. Because yeah. you can't be that cocky asshole like right. unless you're succeeding, right? You know, it's like even you look at like, well, Man Manziel did it, Johnny Manziel did yeah. it, but but again, Baker is he's Baker's he, like Manziel 2.0. No, 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 I I hate that take so much. No, that take sucks. Yeah, because he's not. Because number one, he's not an addict. Okay, number two, he loves football. 
Number he's, three, he's, he's, he's addicted to winning. Well, exactly, and Manziel's addicted to pills. I don't know uh, the fuck allegedly. about <laughs> But with with Baker, with Baker, he actually cares. Manziel just wanted to party. Is that he, the thing people say? Is that he's Manziel 2.0? Oh, everybody says it. it's, it's the weakest, most lame take I've ever heard in my life. It sucks because he's not. They're totally different players. Yeah, I don't you know, think they're that similar. Manziel was cocky. Baker is very confident. I think it's a huge difference. You know, uh, a lot of times you see Colin Cowherd dogging Johnny or um, uh, Baker Mayfield. Johnny Mayfield. Uh, um, just basically saying like, you know, Baker the, the, one it's the time, same thing. <laughs> the one time you grabbed your crotch, you know, <coughs> yeah, he took it to that next level and he apologized for it. It was stupid, but he was like playing Kansas, that was the worst part. Well, well, the, the word, they were talking shit to him though. He they wouldn't shake his hand before the game, so. Don't you kind of want your quarterback to say, oh, you're going to disrespect me before the game? Well, I'm going to throw three touchdowns against you and grab my crotch right in your face. I want my quarterback to know he's playing Kansas well, on a Saturday at 11. Well, <laughs> Just know and, that you're and, a Heisman and, contender. And, like, well, he's a Heisman winner. Yeah, Heisman but at winner. that point, he hadn't won it, right? No, no. So, but I like that. I see. I, I, I do. Yeah, I, I mean, I, don't, I have no problem with it. I think he's going to be successful, but Here, I think it's going to be in spite of his personality. Like, Brett Favre, you put up with Brett Favre and the interception, you put up with the, the hyper-confidence, right? That over-confidence. Right, right. you got to understand that at some point, like, as a fan, that's going to fuck you. Like, there's well, a chance and, that he throws a huge pick in a playoff NFC game. NFC Championship yeah. game with the Vikings where he threw 100%. a stupid pick. Yeah. So, like, if right. you could see Baker Mayfield, you could see them going 11-5 and five this year. They make it to the divisional round. Let's say they even get a bye, right? Like, let's say they just somehow win 12 and whatever. 12 and 4 they get to the playoffs and Baker Mayfield has like a huge gaffe like mm-hmm. that to me is just something you have to as a fan of his also admit that that's a very high probability yes, situation but, but with all the shit that Cleveland's it, been going through for the past 20 they'd years they'd love that they would take 12 and 4 in a heartbeat oh, you know they'll, they'll take fucking 10 and 6 <laughs> they, take, they win double digit games this year they're gonna they'll take, they'll take yeah they'll they're gonna take throw. that LeBron take thing down and, and put him up there yeah. oh he Baker Baker's already a legend there now the one thing I will say about Cleveland is they have so many personalities they have so much talent that will it gel? And if it doesn't gel, can Freddie Kitchens, their head coach, who's a rookie head coach, can he handle the locker room? And that's that is the one huge question mark I have at Cleveland. So he kind of looks, looks like an asshole. He'll be fine. He's an guy, Alabama quarterback. Yeah, as a guy, who, is shocking. <laughs> as a guy who watches a ton of college football, I'm like super subjective to the like this idea that interim coaches always move the needle. So they played for him last year because no, he was no, the they guy. Didn't. No, he was the, actually he was the offensive coordinator last. But year. But didn't he come in and call? No, no. Um, it was um, the defensive coordinator came in and was the head coach. Really? Uh, Greg, um, I can't. Greg Williams. It. Yeah, Greg Williams. He was the head coach. Kitchens was calling plays. Kitchens was the right? offensive okay. coordinator. Yeah. So they they definitely like ramped up for him. Oh, yeah. You know, and now I just wonder like, is that well, sustainable? Because Hugh Jackson sucked. He was terrible. But, but you're right. You're yeah. right. You're but right, in the moment, you can get a game like building a game plan in five days and getting the guys like getting the men I ready agree, to march yeah. is different yeah. than now he's had a whole year and now it's like on week one if he just gets dumbfounded by yeah. a defensive scheme right. and somebody's <laughs> like, how the fuck did you not know that this yeah. was going to happen? Then it's like, it's not mojo, right? It's but, just like intelligence. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? They brought in Odell Beckham, who yeah. is a very good wide receiver. I drafted him. Congratulations. We, we still have to do my draft review. Okay, I can't wait. Um, their defense their defense is, I mean, they brought in Olivier Vernon, who's a really, really good defense. Oh, I know player. all about Olivier Vernon. Um, you know, so, uh, He's going to beat his girlfriend. There you go, yeah. So they brought in talent, but uh, I, I, we're going Browns. <laughs> Jarvis here. Landry and Olivier Vernon, wow. <laughs> was, uh, was fucking, uh, who's the kid from Auburn? That ran Ronnie Brown? Cat? Yeah, it was Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie Brown was busy. <laughs> yeah, but we're going pretty Browns heavy. Let's talk, let's talk your fantasy team. Yeah, we can do a little draft, a little draft review. Put in a little sample there. <laughs> Put in a little sound. Dun, dun. Yeah. Like who wants to be a millionaire? Like. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so I drafted in a 10-team 
PPR, mm-hmm. uh, no keeper, no dynasty. <laughs> and I had the 10th pick. Okay. So, because I got, I got a little shafted. This year, and, and this is actually just a general question, most of the time in leagues you find that if it's a random draw, you pick where you are. Mm-hmm. Do you think most people, what's the most touted position? So one's obviously a, a very attractive pick this year. Um, so I'm, I'm picking four and I'm pissed off about it because the whole Zeke issue right now. Because the way I look at it, if you're not going to take Zeke, there's really no difference between pick four and pick ten in that league. Okay, so one, two, three, you go Kamara, Saquon, or McCaffrey. You know, and you're pretty happy with that. Um, but after that, like, do you trust David Johnson? Do you want a, a wide receiver like DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, James Conner, you know, Nick Chubb, speaking of the Browns, Michael Thomas? Do you trust Le'Veon Bell out of Pittsburgh? I don't know. So it, it's I took David Johnson six overall in my Ohio League, and I hated it. But I felt like I had to take him there just yeah, because. Yeah, you just got to hope that the – You know, cliff- but, like, but, like, if I'm picking 10, I, I love 10. So like like I said, you know, I picked six in another league too. You haven't seen who I drafted. Well, <laughs> I picked six in another league, and I wanted to move back to to twelve so I can get a better second round pick in that in you know in that area. But because uh, I really just don't trust anybody. Everybody is very similar from picks four through twelve in my. One hundred percent, Matt. If you had the tenth pick in a ten team league, who are you drafting? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Depends who you, on who's there. Who are you drafting number one, hypothetically? Right like, now? Just like, yeah, if you, tonight you get the first pick, who are you getting? Who did you say I should draft? <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Duh. Duh. Racist. Dumbass. <laughs> you like white running backs. <laughs> I mean, if you go McCaffrey or Kamara, I'm happy with that. Again, Saquon's my three. So who'd you draft to 10? So I, I did 10 and 11. I got Beckham and Devontae Adams. At the turn. Yeah. I mean, that's that's solid. You know, you're going to go with, I mean, two guys who easily could finish as the number one wide receiver. The only thing with Cleveland is Baker does spread the ball around a little bit. Yeah. So you saw Jarvis. I love Jarvis Landry. You saw yeah. Jarvis's targets go down probably almost in half once Baker took over for Terod Taylor. But Devontae Adams, you know, number one receiver, led the league in touchdowns last year. If you look at his stats last year, he legit put up like 15 points a week minimum. It was phenomenal yeah, like he's how good freak. he was. Um, so, I mean, I like, I like that first start. Um, you know, I mentioned that in my one league, I went DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Evans back to back in the 12 team league. Yeah, that's, I like uh, Hopkins because you can get this year. This year is the most talented group of running backs I've seen in the third, fourth, fifth round. So, yeah, I have basically like every buzzword name running back. On this team. <laughs> I just drafted them all. Just everybody. So then I made back around. This was pre, we did draft pre Andrew Luck. So I got. I don't remember the order, but I got Aaron Jones and T.Y. Hilton. Okay. Yep. Sort of in that turn. Uh, and then... So obviously, T.Y. Hilton, here's the thing. A lot of people are dogging the Colts because Andrew Luck retired. I still think Jacoby Brissett's a pretty solid quarterback. I mean... I'm going to draft him tonight. <laughs> he struggled He struggled in 2017 when Luck was hurt all year. But he also, I think, was in his second year in the league, maybe third year. Um, new he, system, he yeah, knew, exactly, and and he didn't really have an opportunity to to, to learn the college quarter or the, the pro quarterback um, position. If you remember when he played that one game when Brady was suspended and Garoppolo got hurt, um, he it was how could I forget? <laughs> it was basically well, you could forget, you couldn't forget because basically a high school offense the Patriots ran. Yet they still won the game. They won the game, yeah, but it was very run heavy. You shut your hormone. They didn't let him throw the ball. Uh, I think he's, you know, he was a third round pick for a reason. The guy's got talent. Bill Parcells said that Brissett could be a good player. So a lot of guys have taken a step back in their rankings on the Colts. But I still think that T.Y. Hilton it could easily finish as the top top twelve running uh, wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I didn't have much choice. You know, I mean, obviously, I'd, I was like, oh, that'll be fine. 
But now I can't go back and do anything about it. So just hoping I'm hoping everything you're saying is correct. <laughs> uh, and then I did. I just piled on the running backs from there. So I went uh, Derrick Henry and yeah. Sony Michelle. Love Sony. Hate Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry is. He had a great. You didn't know that. Yeah, but you don't. Here's the thing. Here's the backstory though. Nate, Bama. Bama. Well, Nate and Derrick are very good friends. They've met. Oh yeah. Yeah. I met him at his uh, the year he was. The Heisman, winner. Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, I was in Georgia, and he was the uh, College Football Hall of yeah. Fame's there. I mean, that's pretty cool. Didn't uh, get a picture though because I'm too cool for school. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Here's the thing with Derrick Henry. Just dapped him up. I just don't <laughs> trust that offense. And we had three years of him being a not a very good running back, and then all of a sudden he blew up at the end of last year. And so I get why you you feel. You know, you're kind of teased by his potential because he was the number one running back and won a ton of championships last year uh, at the end of the season. I just still don't trust it. I just yeah. don't trust it at all. Uh, you know, he's a very upright runner. He's had a calf injury all year. He's on my do not draft list. Like, if I see him in the fifth round, I'm probably not drafting him. I think I got him in the seventh. Like, I think a lot of people passed on it's him. It's tough so. to say no in the seventh. Because yeah. that was, yeah, that would have been my yeah. seventh and eighth yeah. pick. But I love Sony Michelle. I mean, obviously the Patriots fan, Homer, you know, whatever. But um, I think that, you know, his, his injury is legitimate, his knee issues. Uh, everything I've read says that he's good to go. He's 100%. Um, G2G. Damien Harris, who they passed draft in the third round, I'm not worried about him. I think he could be a great handcuff if you have Sony Michelle. I just I'm not worried about him taking any work from him as long as Tony's healthy. All right, and then I'll just give you my. This is just sort of everybody else I drafted. We'll get news and notes on because I don't remember what fucking order I drafted <laughs> these people in. So my bench: Royce Freeman, Duke Johnson, Robbie Anderson, uh, Christian Kirk, DJ Metcalf, Dante Moncrief. I am starting Ben, so I kind of mm-hmm. thinking Moncrief is going to lose that job, but. I just really, I just really filled it up. So Duke Johnson uh, got there. traded to the Texans, and then Lamar Miller tore his ACL. I picked him up as my uh, my running back two in like the eighth round in one league. Love that pick. I think he could easily be uh, so a top twenty running back. <laughs> um, I actually think Dante Moncrief probably keeps the job, though James Washington yeah, is a very thought, yeah. good player. Uh, Christian Kirk, I don't know what to expect from that Arizona offense. I said I took David Johnson six. I hated it. Um, if Kirk, you know, if that offense is legitimate, you know, the the air raid offense where they're they're running twenty five percent more offensive plays in, in Arizona, you know, he could potentially present wide receiver two numbers. Um, I'm not <laughs> sold on that. By any stretch, are of you alive over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking dead. <laughs> I'm not sold on that by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but you know, it it could happen. You know, he's a second round pick last year, so. Why? Why can he not play well? Uh, we'll, we'll find out. But um, I, I came out too hot with the, the black rapper stuff. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I'm just in a body bag. Royce Freeman is interesting because I think he wins that job back. I, I think the Philip Lindsay show. Well, Philip Lindsay. So I never believed in Philip Lindsay um, until I saw him play, and he's more of a. I think he's more of a scat back, receiving back. Freeman was drafted. <laughs> I mean, Freeman being a, a you know third round pick, everybody he was the the huge hype guy coming to last season. It didn't pan out because the undrafted free agent kind of came out of nowhere. Now you know the other hype guy this year though, who I really like though, and I'm believing the hype in is David Montgomery, third round pick for the Bears. Um, you can get him Iowa State pick thirty five, pick forty five, the pride of the Big Twelve. <laughs> uh, I just think that, you know, they moved on from Jordan Howard in Chicago. Um, 
Montgomery, he can do it all. I mean, he can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He's not supremely athletic. Can't read, like, but Saquon. everything else. <laughs> like, I need him to read. Do you know Frank Gore? Frank Gore can't read. Legitimately. Hey, hey. You, Andre you Johnson Gore. can't read. Guess Frank what? Gore's name out Both mouth. very good players. Um, Both also look like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes, they do. Troy O'Leary yeah. as well looks like a yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That Raphael Devers, too. So. Is that problematic? <laughs> I don't think so. Do you think, I think Matt looks like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Right now. If you have a shaved head or, or no hair, you probably look like a turtle. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Like, that. Hondo's got flow. You don't look like a turtle. You're good. You're more of like an a, electric factor. Maybe a llama or something? Like a three-toed sloth. Yeah. <laughs> get that get that audio. <laughs> Ladies sampling up that. <laughs> hey, y'all remember when people used to have fucking ringtones? <laughs> Do you have a ringtone? I don't now, but oh. I, I used to have Many Men by 50 Cent on my flip phone. Yeah. Like the actual song or like the true no, tone? No, just the true tone. Yeah. Yeah. It was great, many though. Men. <laughs> many, 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 many. It wasn't even the song. It was just the yeah. nine gunshots at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got I got like an absolute zone yesterday from Spotify. It just kind of put me on just like just an absolute. I was in the pocket of shuffle. And I got, I got from fucking. I went right from uh, Thug Love all the way to I'm Supposed to Die Tonight, which is like an underrated 50 Cent song, like an underrated track. And I was just driving back from Starbucks. I was drinking some fucking pumpkin frappuccino thing, and I'm just hitting these hard bars. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was like, this is a real juxtaposition of all the parts of my personality. Like, I was literally like angry beef driving across Manchester to get to the one Starbucks in town so that she could get a pumpkin fucking whatever. There's, there's, there's nothing pumpkin like ha- cold brew. There's nothing like having to turn down Baltimore love thing just to fucking order a fucking yeah. Cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> just me, just, just, I'm just mugging in that Starbucks line. Like, why is this guy so angry? He's like, because I was just beefing all the way over here. Uh, fucking love it. Shuffle's the best, man. I know that sounds like a really pedestrian thing. <laughs> Shuffle's pretty dope, dude. And Shuffle helps you out a little. Sometimes you need, sometimes you need to be taken out of your own way. I can't make up my own decision. Yeah. yeah. There's not, is there anything more hilarious than putting on your like music playing device? Playing shuffle and then just being like, these bars all slap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is so much better than the shit I picked. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but it's just all your shit. Like, I know with streaming, that doesn't happen as much, but I still have, I don't even know, like, I have a hundred maybe, or maybe a thousand songs that I like at, over the years have purchased. It's all like 2002, 2012 to like 2014 shit. But I'll just be in my car and all of a sudden I'll be like, man, ASAP Rocky's second album was dope. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm like, man, Apple really knows me. <laughs> I did want to hear Peso for the third time today. <laughs> just giving yourself all the daps. Like, man, what a pick. <laughs> I found, because I still, I, I subscribe to a few different like streaming services. And what's fucked up is like, I use certain ones for different moods. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like my Google Play playlist is still like the most ratchet shit like I <laughs> like I have curated anywhere. Just so much rich gang. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I'm not gonna like go to Apple Music and like import it. I'm just gonna go back to my Google yeah. Play. Just, You're not gonna like, fuck up the algorithm. Yeah. You gotta make sure that shit's yeah. legit. I got like I got it under like a different name and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have like whole playlists that are different. Like on my Spotify, like playlist to playlist, it's a dicey. So then all the curated, like, you know, your favorite summer tracks yeah. are just a bloodbath. I'm <laughs> oh, just <okay>. like, <laughs> yeah, you were listening to this one day and then you were listening to 
Celine Dion the next day. <laughs> Most of my playlists start off like pretty focused too, but then it just comes down to like I just need somewhere to put this song. So yeah. now you're going to this. So you place. don't forget it. Yeah. Oh, it's nothing worse than like the failure that is trying to build a good playlist. I'm pretty sure there's some Ariana Grande in like my workout playlist. Of course there is. I don't listen to Ariana Grande when I work out. Yeah, left, right? You don't listen to that? No. no. I think you do. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> hot tips for anybody listening, because this is going to come out only like two hours before the fucking okay. draft. What are the hot tips? What are the LG moneymaker hot tips? So Give us that LG hot tip. <laughs> and by the way, how has LG not been a thing since like day one? For the, for the Mount Rushmore of LG hot tips. All right, LG hot tips. If you're drafting, wait on a quarterback. Um, Wait on a quarterback. Draft, What's the round you should be hoping for? So I drafted Kirk Cousins in the tenth round, and I drafted Trubisky in like the fourteenth round. So if but if if I'm a casual player yeah. and I have six position players drafted, mm-hmm. should I start looking for a quarterback? No, keep on hoarding running backs. So, so like for example, eighth round. In in the eighth round, I've it's take, a fourteen team league, by the way. Oh. So. Oh, excuse me. Well, I mean, eighth round, thin. No, <laughs> ninth round. It, it does get it does get thin, <laughs> but that's where you start looking for like those backup running backs. Um, a guy who, who is a good option is Ito Smith, backup running back for Atlanta. Uh, they've always run two running back systems. Devonta Freeman is no guarantee to stay healthy all year after battling a few injuries the past two years. Um, uh, Tevin Coleman has moved on to um, San Francisco. So what I like about a guy like Ito Smith, while he's not going to put up five yards of carry and, and win you a league, he could easily be a, a bi-week injury replacement um, and cheap option for you. Matt Breida is another guy. His stock has kind of gone up a little bit recently, especially with Jarek McKinnon going on the IR for San Francisco. He's a really, you know, in San Fran, they're going to play with two different running backs. <laughs> that, that's all the time. literally asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Two different running backs all the time. Breida led the team last year in rushing. He'll catch the ball as well. Um, Naeem Hines for the Colts is also another good option, PPR option. He'll get 70 catches this year. Um, if you can have him as your fourth, fifth running back, you're doing a great job. Uh, but then also... I am doing a great job. <laughs> a couple wide receivers I like, too. Trey Quinn from Washington, slot receiver. Mr. Irrelevant. just got cut. Doxon's gone, yep, but Quinn's going to be the slot guy. He was great at SMU. I like a guy who fills slot. Um, Cole Beasley for Buffalo. He literally got four targets and four catches on the first drive with Josh Allen um, in their in their preseason white game. White on white crime. Well, there you go. Um, they just signed him as a free agent. Two then, whites don't make a right. And then actually they brought in Demarius. Uh, the Patriots brought back in Demarius Thomas. Oh, he I thought seven, he got cut. He did, but he has seven catches, 87 yards, two touchdowns in their week four uh, preseason game. And he got cut, but they just put Nikhil Harry on the short-term IR, the first-round pick rookie that they brought McQueef in. McQueef Harry? Um, is that Patriots wide receiver core a problem now with Josh Gordon being back? It, yeah, absolutely. Is it a potential problem? It's you know, If Demarius Thomas has a decent Demarius Thomas here, yeah. Josh Gordon goes off because he's basically unused. He has yeah. zero miles on him. Well, he's, he's got miles on him. It's just it His lungs from, got miles on it him. Ain't from, uh, it ain't from football. Yeah. But no, you I ain't never sucked dick for coke. <laughs> <laughs> Those miles fucking wear hard. No, but before... Um, before Jesus. Before Josh Gordon Jesus came back. Christ. <laughs> Before Josh Gordon came back and uh, Demarius Thomas showed that he wasn't the corpse of his former self, I actually was fading Tom Brady. But you can get him in the 15th, 16th round, um, depending. Well, probably. Not 14th. in this league, you can't. Probably He's going 13th. first round. Oh, Tom Brady's yeah, yeah, yeah. going first. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah. True. But in, in leagues outside New England, you can get him late. And. He he could potentially be a, a top ten quarterback again because you know he's missing Gronk, but James White 
is is going to definitely be that safety Probably valve Wisconsin. Form. Probably 80, 90 catches this year. Speaking of Wisconsin running backs, Melvin Gordon not getting paid. So Melvin Gordon <laughs> not touching him with a 10-foot pole whatsoever. I mean, he's been going. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Does he often do that cough? Oh, yeah. He does all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. Um, Would you guys hold dick out? <laughs> um, Slapping it around. You know, Melvin Gordon was is going in like the mid-third, early fourth round. I don't even touch him because I don't think he's going to play. And I think it's and, – and I'm gun-shy because of what Le'Veon Bell did last year by sitting out the whole season. I mean, I don't think – I think what's going to ultimately end up happening is I think Gordon will sit out till week 10. And do you want to use a top three pick – you know, or top three round pick on a guy who's not going to play till week eleven. No, because I'm a big like you lose the locker room guy. Mm-hmm. Like there are dudes on that team making fucking six hundred k, and Phillip, he's walking away from six million. Like Philip Rivers already said it. He already said, um, "Fuck running backs." <laughs> no, <laughs> have but, another kid. No, but, but he, yeah, <laughs> he he already came out and said, "Well, you know, the players who are here are here." Like, you know, he basically yeah. throwing shade at him because they have Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, who are going to be some sort of timeshare. Um, you know, you can get Eckler probably in the seventh or eighth round, and that's a solid pick. Now, the interesting thing is, though, um, their left tackle, Russell Okung, is out with blood clots just like David Andrews is for the Patriots. And the Chargers line is god-awful. It's really – it's one of the worst lines in the NFL. Oh, so really? so if you're drafting a guy like Justin Jackson or Eckler or even Phillip Rivers this year, you have some concerns because your quarterback or running backs only go as far as your offensive line. Yeah. You look at David Johnson last year, he was very pedestrian because that Arizona line sucks. Same thing this year, too. That's why I'm very I'm kicking myself in the ass for drafting him. Um, yeah, you suck. Yeah. Well yeah. That, and that's that's fantasy football expert. But that's my other one big thing that I will highly suggest is is like don't fall in love with what the quote unquote experts are saying because Every website I see has him going pick. Wait, are you saying six. don't listen to you? <laughs> no, aren't no. you on to be our fantasy expert? I, I'm, I'm your fantasy expert. This but is the bullshit. Main, the mainstream fantasy experts. You're trying to fuck me at a bar right now. You're trying to hedge <laughs> against yourself. You're, you're trying like, to make love. Yeah, you're like, hey, you know, big those dick. fake news media mainstream experts. No, yeah, it's just how you think differently. Like the Matthew Berries of the world, who I hope he dies in a fire, but Matthew Berry <laughs> okay. is saying how great <laughs> shouts out to Matthew. How Berry. great David Johnson is because. You know, this new offense. Well, they still haven't touched the offensive line that was one of the worst last year. So you can, So Matt Berry should die in a car accident. No, Matt, me and Matt Berry have beef going on about three years. Does now. Matt Berry know who you it's are? It's one-sided, okay? He, he Has did, he ever retweeted you? He blocked me. And he actually, yes, he did retweet me. <laughs> he retweeted me and blocked me for when Big Ben got hurt. He had a hot take that said... Antonio Brown has played one game with Landry Jones, who was the backup quarterback at the time for Pittsburgh. He had one game where he put up 25 points. He's still an elite option. I responded with, wow, that's a very cookie-cutter take, Matt. He responded. He retweeted me and says, I'm all about positive reinforcement in the, in the industry. And then all of his little minions started attacking me for a solid 24 hours. And uh, then he blocked me. Little does he know, though, that the, the, the podcast fucked his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Yeah, Matt. We're getting a fucking in these DMs, bro. The, you don't even know me, dog. The podcast Twitter handle is not blocked by him, so I can still see all of his hot takes. But, like, he sucks. Luke Licious is up here in your wife's DMs, dude. She's up in those panties. But do not, do not fall into... The group thing. Into like fantasy. Yeah, I can't believe you have fantasy football beef. Oh, I, 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 I hate Matthew Barry. He's the worst. He, Yo, his takes aren't good. They ain't good. 
We're starting our official Mix in the Water podcast. Hope you dine a fire list. Number one, Matt Barry. <laughs> Yo, Matt Barry, you can come on this podcast and get these nuts. <laughs> I'll fucking slap shit right out your mouth. So, so, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all about the um, trying to stay from the group think thing because just a lot of times you kind of read these rankings all year and you second guess yourself and like... If you think if you like a guy, if it, it's not auction, right? which is totally fine, it, it, like a guy. totally good. Twenty nineteen. If you like a player, take that player. Looking back on it, picking six, I would have taken James Conner, but I felt like I can't take him pick six because that's not his value. But he could put up top five numbers this year. Yeah, I think he's going to outplay David Johnson. Trust your gut. Yeah, and, and I just it's a gut decision. Yeah, so the rest of my draft I felt good about in that league until and fuck Matt Barry and fuck Matt Barry. This is the fucking worst. It's the fantasy football podcast. I hate fuck Matt Barry. Matt. Yeah, hey, this is a fantasy football podcast. You like Field Yates? I say, I say, fuck the number one guy in fantasy football. Field Yates is all right. I mean, again, all that stuff is just re, it's regurgitated crap that if you have a mind, you can think of yourself. You know, again, it, it's it's groupthink. It's all these experts are saying David Johnson is a top five running back because they all they're all just kind of saying it and they don't want to be they don't want to think outside the box. And that's the problem. It's become so generic and cookie cutter that nobody wants to think of something differently. Yeah. Right. So, like, if you say if you're a nobody and you say David Johnson's a top 20 guy, he's, he's maybe number 19. Everybody's going to dog on you because Matthew Berry's saying he's top five. Well, yeah. when he finishes as the the twenty fifth running back, which he won't, but he'll I, I I'll I'll make a I'll make a wager. He finishes outside the top twelve running backs this year because that offense that, that offense is not guaranteed to succeed in the NFL. When has the air raid offense worked in the NFL? When has a when has a team that has no offensive line or no good players on the offensive line been successful on offense with a rookie quarterback? You know, yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem likely to occur. But so so yeah, like I said, I'm kicking myself. You're in just the looking ass. for talent. That's all it is. You and just think he's the most talented. And so. you're looking for a guy who has absolutely no competition, right? So like, even, yeah, he's getting the looks. Even Alvin Kamara has Latavius Murray, who's going to get touches. Nobody's going to take touches away from um, away from uh, David, Johnson. David Johnson. Now you say Nick Chubb, he should be great for the first eight weeks, but then Cream Hunt comes back, right? So what's yeah. going to happen when he comes back? Will that eat into his touches? James Conner. I want to draft exclusively people who have been um, implicated in domestic violence. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go like an all... Big Ben. Got yep. Big Ben. Yeah, I got go him. with um, Jarvis. Not Jarvis Landry. Uh, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Jarvis Landry. <laughs> Jarvis Landry hits chicks. Jar- Jarvis is legit. Not you Jarvis. heard it here first on the Mix in a Wild podcast. It's from our fantasy football insider. Luke, he's got the inside hook. Tyreek Hill. Um, let's see. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Yep. Which... Greg Hardy. Oh, God, Greg Hardy. Casey gets <laughs> offensive snaps. <laughs> Put so they run tight that, end. They run that Mike Vrabel play. There you go. Um, yeah, but no, I, it, it's... it's. Um, but then even like a guy like Joe Mixon, right? Do you feel comfortable with him because of that offense being just terrible in Cincinnati? You know, yeah, if no. they're playing from behind, is he going to get carries? Probably not. They're going to. I don't have a lot of fantasy football strategy, but the one I do have, besides drafting quarterbacks late, is I avoid shit teams. Yeah. I'd rather the third best player, like, at a position right. on a great team. Well, a perfect example. In the fourth round, literally the draft went, I took Robert Woods, and then it went uh, Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, all back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. So, like, you have three guys who are going to put wide receiver two numbers because they're on a great offense with the Rams. Um, Did I miss he, anything, guys? No, not at all. We, we talked about Joe Mixon for a hot second, but but speaking of the Rams, like all beating chicks like, team, <laughs> like what would you do with 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 Todd Gurley? 
Um, I probably would miss him. Yeah. Same thing to the other to Zeke. Yeah, I just don't think I would get him. Like, yeah. if I could get him where I'd want him, then like, where, where would you want him? Like, the middle second round. Okay. So my second pick. I almost took him at six in that one draft because he was so good last year. And here's my rationale: with that do you really think that if the Rams were worried about him? that they would let C.G. Anderson go, who was fantastic at the end of the year last year, and then rely on a rookie running back in Daryl Henderson? Yeah. Probably not, because they're a Super Bowl contending team. Also, yes, he has arthritis in his knee. Every player that's had a torn ACL, almost nine times out of ten, has arthritis in their knee. So, yeah, I wouldn't be like super scared to yeah. draft him, but I don't Looking know. Looking back on it, that's a guy I would consider at six. Like, if I could redraft my team, I would probably take him six. You know, he's got big time draft remorse over here. Oh, this big guy. in this, this league. Guy. So this he's is losing sleep around here. I was I was wildly hungover for this draft. We we rented a we went to a casino in West Virginia, which is as exciting as it sounds. We did a weekend there. I woke up wildly hungover, a little drunk still, and drafted my team. I totally forgot about Josh Gordon altogether. Didn't even have it on my list because I was just not there. And uh, I just felt like I had to take David Johnson there, you know? And and then my second pick was uh, T.Y. Hilton, which I'm disappointed in now. Hold Tyler on. Hilton? T.Y. Hilton. And then um, I took Lamar Miller in the sixth round. So that sucked too, torn ACL. But, uh, you know. Well, and he's Lamar Miller. That's, but that's what that happens. Sucks. That's what happens, though, in early drafts. We drafted in early August, right? So it's a little bit different now. Now that you know as much information as possible, I highly suggest if you're having a draft, you do it this week, the week. You know, like the Mixed in the Water Fantasy Football League second annual draft happening tonight. <laughs> Ten bones, hash stakes. <laughs> are you coming back over to draft for Lindsay? You're going to do it via. I mean Skype. I'll gladly do it via. I mean, probably the internet, other than Skype. You know, maybe the NFL.com app or website. I think that. So I drafted Odell Beckham, and I had Big Ben. So what do you guys think of my new team name, which is the O? BJ behind a PF Changs. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's pretty good. I fucked with it. I with it. Big Ben's so fat. Or OBJ in an elevator with Stormy Daniels. OB an o hyphenated. Get an OBJ Maybe. while DT watches. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know he was in there. <laughs> Let's no. get going. Let's stir up that lib pot. <laughs> Nobody's listening at this point. I don't think <laughs> our like our regular our regular base. How long have we been talking? I feel like I'm in an hour and twenty minutes. Oh, oh my a god, long one. <clears throat> Are we done fancy football talk? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could go on for three more hours. I know you could. Darren Waller, great I mean, sleeper, <laughs> tight end, Oakland Raiders. The problem is that also it'll keep just, recording. We can just it leave. just starts. Yeah, I'll just leave you here. There you go. Run through your run through your takes. You can bro. just go, Mike. Like, go to that mic. Ask yourself a question. Come back to this mic. <laughs> use a different voice. Well, I'm glad you asked that, Luke. <laughs> great question, Luke. You're yeah. so smart. I mean, I like fantasy football, but even even I'm getting tired. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I left. I straight up left. <laughs> he did. It's true. Yeah. You left and didn't come back with more booze. So, like, I knew you weren't going anywhere. Like, I, usually when you go somewhere, it's like you're hyped to be here. <laughs> so, yeah. you're bringing the party back up. Now he just passed. I mean, yeah. this is a depressed life of, of a bang. I got man. beers downstairs. We can keep this train rolling. Yikes. Choo choo. <laughs> no, this is this is my uh, my it's wheelhouse. Past time. Is, is, is wifey, uh, are you getting the. She thrown out the No, I actually have any. I'm surprised. Do you, do you think that I repeat as Juju's champion of the Smith league? Schuster? What? I think uh, I'm going to repeat. I don't. 
I think with all the hot takes and me drafting for Lindsay is going to be a huge detriment on your back-to-back. All yeah, right, I'll change your fucking password. <laughs> right quick, look at these split. <laughs> got to get that, fi- that 50. Yeah. She's going to get she's gonna get auto-filled with fucking Albert Wilson, <laughs> starting wide receiver. Fuck off me, dogs. Is my boy Dalton a top-five quarterback? No. <laughs> I actually didn't know if he was going to play. Your boy Dalton might be looking for a job next year when the Bengals draft Tua. Yeah, let's hope so. Oh, my God, wouldn't that be a dream? <laughs> Wouldn't it be a dream to just bring fucking Tua to Cincy and just waste him for five years? Kill his fucking dreams. <laughs> just watch Hundo cry every week. He's nah, he's coming to Miami. They're going to get somebody. They might draft Tua and Trevor Lawrence. They might be so bad the next two years they get it's both true. of them. You want to talk um, about that trade real quick? I'm here for it. I was thinking about that. Laramie Tunzel. Okay. So smoking weed and smoking weed. The biggest thing he's ever did is smoke weed out of a gas mask in his career. He's a top twenty offensive lineman. Okay, so uh, offensive lineman or offensive tackle? Mm. See, yeah. I feel like he's a middle of the road offensive tackle, but he's still young. The Texans yeah. gave up two firsts and a second round pick for him. Fleeced. Yes. So the Texans are Bro-flo probably... Broflow took those guys to the woodshed and fucked them. The right Texans the are probably going to be a... Their pick will probably be in 24 to 32 range, right? Fine. Okay, Stock so you're going to get two mediocre first-round picks. No, we're packaging. For a guy who could be... We're packaging those. Your franchise guy. But Tunzel was only drafted at, what, 14? Yeah, 13? because he smoked weed and the video got released on draft night. Nah. He would have been a top-five pick that year. No, he would have. That's, that's facts. Check the tape. Who's, so who's he going to block for? Ryan Fitzpatrick? Like, why, why do you care? I mean, you're not competing. Josh for, Rosen. You're not competing for two more years. Josh Rosen is more talented. They don't know, but they they don't. I thought I thought we were done. They no, don't. we got talked off. We got this heated ass Josh Rosen. Fuck. Josh they don't Rosen is more. Has they more did, arm they talent. Josh Rosen has more arm talent than Kyler Murray. Okay, clearly, but they don't clearly don't think that. Well, that's on them. They're watching him, right? None of us have been in the same room as him throwing a football, so I have to assume that like they they for some reason. See, they don't. even my daughter is just like she's <laughs> over it. I just don't think that they. I don't think they're into it. Well, and I actually don't. I think that they'll keep Rosen and drafts. Also, just real quick, year. you might hear this bloody murder screaming. My wife's literally just trying to change. Yeah, her it's shirt. good. Yeah. She's literally just trying to change her shirt. Nothing terrible going on here. Has Josh Rosen had more of a worse start to his NFL career than any other topperly touted quarterback prospect ever? Ryan Leaf. No. Me, I'm talking about like opportunity opportunity wise. Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon was well, I mean, he came out at eight, like age twenty seven. But Facts. you know Chris Winky. Again, twenty seven. Carolina. <laughs> I was like old fucks. But he was a fourth round pick. Um, you know, Josh Rosen was the tenth overall pick, ninth overall pick, went to a team with no line, no uh any sort of uh, excitement at, at, at offense or, or creativity, and then went to another team who was visibly tanking. And lost their whoa, best whoa, offensive whoa. lineman. It would be a disservice to the game to tank. Okay, Brian Flores. We're we're trying to win <laughs> two to three games. <laughs> tank for two, it does have a ring to it. I'm though, fucking it? ready, man. I'm ready. I like suck for luck. That was my favorite. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is the guy you want, not Tua. I, uh, What's your hot take on Andrew Luck retiring mid-fucking mid, mid-scrimmage? I think the way he did it was shitty. Um, I respect him for making the decision that he wants to do. I don't think that you retire... With two weeks before the season starts, and um, do it in the middle of the game. You know, obviously it wasn't his fault that it got broken in the middle of the game. However, it was his fault he retired two weeks before the season started. Like that's just the, the Colts went from a dark horse um, 
Super Bowl contender to being a middle of the You're not a team. dark horse Super Bowl contender. You got a fucking AFC championship runner up fucking pennant hanging in your gut. No, no, no. A- AFC. Um, Whatever uh, the fuck ever. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Whatever the fuck ever. <laughs> That's the worst, worst banner ever. But no, I mean, they were, you know, between, between the Patriots, the Browns. The you know what I back Andrew Luck ten thousand percent. He doesn't know anybody or anything. He's got a hundred million. No, dollars he, you, know many, you know how many people quit fucking at McDonald's mid fucking French fries have, being in the fryer. <laughs> See, you know what? If you don't like your job anymore, fucking quit. He can't complain about people booing him because it literally just happened. People were breaking the news to players on the sideline. You don't leave your team high and dry like that. So no. what? So what? I think I think it's shitty how he did it. You look at a guy like Gronk. I don't Fuck care what the laundry that. looks like. Fuck that. He retired in March. Every minute that guy stays on that field, he's taking years off his life. He doesn't have to play, though. He can easily say, I'm going to sit out this year. Why do I have to make it final, final like I'm going to retire? Because he doesn't want to do it anymore. I was going to say finale, That's such a, It's such a brutal well. fucking sport. If no, your heart's not in it, then you need to get the I fuck agree, out. I agree, but two weeks before the season starts? Two weeks before the season, two minutes before the season starts. It's such a brutal fucking game. If you decide before that game starts that you can't do this anymore, then you get the fuck out. Football is the ultimate team game where you, you're yeah, relying on your quote-unquote brothers. if you can't wrap your brain around being a part of that team, you get the fuck out. No, I get that, but you don't do it two weeks before the season starts. You say to your team... I got to take six weeks off. Put me on the PUP. Put me on whatever. IR. Yeah, I'm going to take the rest of my life off. Like, I got to figure it out. Like, you don't just out of nowhere quit when you're uh, got $100 um, million. Dollars, I'm going to get my dick suck eating lobster. Listen, <laughs> if my fucking out. head's not in the game and I got Aaron Donald fucking bearing down on me, guess what? Deuces. Then <laughs> de- you don't I'm have to, you don't have to be Coach, final. You call don't, a timeout. I retire. You, <laughs> you don't have to just retire. Yeah, you, you don't. Yeah, have, no, you don't. You, there are so many oppor- options for this team. They can easily Dude, put them in the IR. Dude, every fucking play is a chance for you to lose both of your fucking knees. Look what happened to fucking Alex Smith. Dude, he got his entire fucking shit twisted sideways. That's not worth it. Would you get if your, your shit, would you get your it? shit twisted sideways for ninety million? Nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. If okay. I got if I got a well, limp, okay. Ha- okay. No, but he already has ninety million. That's oh, the thing. Well, like he's already made it. Dude, I he mean, walked away with a hundred million dollars. If I got, if I bolt his knees, if I got to limp around to chase my child for the rest of my life, nope. Fuck it. I'm out. I get I'm that. Out. I'm, I'm, bro. I'm, we're, we're talking about two different things. I get that, and I respect that. You don't do it two weeks before the season. Yeah, you do whatever Nothing, the fuck you no, want. You don't. It's your goddamn life. You, you do it whenever okay, you want. You can, you can call an audible, take your helmet you off, and get the it, fuck out. You can do it, but you better believe that you're going to get some backlash. Which and that's is fine. fine. That's fine. Which is fine. Like, don't, don't complain, oh, it really hurt that they boo me. I didn't boo him. He's in Monaco right now. KY yeah. all over his balls. And I'm, <laughs> getting I'm rubbed fine up, with that. Dude. I'm fine with that, but just don't. Oh. Not so much him, but more the people who are grandstanding on Twitter saying, you're not allowed to boo Andrew Luck. Yeah, you are. I mean, I think, I think it's still a you shitty thing you to boo him. Be like, hey, listen, bro, we get it. Sorry, you never had an O line. You should have hit him with the hater phone, like just put the put the racks up. Like I can't hear you. <laughs> Maybe if you didn't money. have to have both of your shoulders fucking blown out by the age of twenty seven, then this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, blame Ryan, blame Ryan Greg, Gregson on that one. I'm so GM. pro selling out. Like I am so pro selling. Oh, out. I am too. Don't dude, get me wrong. Cash that I'm check, all for dude. Get the fuck out. I'm of all there. for it. You want me? To I s- thought he only made like thirty million. Then I was like, this guy's an no. idiot. Leaving, a, dude, ninety seven million. Well, and on, t- on I think field only. I th- I bet you he comes back because yeah, he's got a flip phone. Well, the, well, that's the col- ninety-seven million for like a white kid who went to Stanford. He's got all of it. He's got yeah. more. He's, yeah, he's into about one. He's not running Auntie's Chick Fil A fucking <laughs> franchise down and in Arizona. Like, it's not like you stop playing; the money stops coming. Andrew Luck's gonna go get a job doing whatever the fuck he wants oh, yeah. to do, and he's gonna make a lot more money than I do still. <laughs> well, and the Colts, the Colts did not want to bring <laughs> yeah. his money, ask for his money back, the the, the bonus money that they yeah. do back. Oh, he knows where the hook is. That was a class act move, back. though. That was a classy move. Well, be, they did it. They did it slowly because in a year, when you're good to go, you're gonna come back, right? Right. He saw Jim Mercer piss on something. In five shit. years, <laughs> in five years, when I can name one person from the Colts offensive line, he'll come back. The Colts offensive Quentin line is really good right now, but yeah, they're very. That's a, that's a, that's the crazy thing. He lived through the Gregson era where they just totally 
underdrafted. I mean, the year after the Patriots beat them in the AFC Championship when they ran for like 300 yards against them, they drafted a wide receiver. With deflated balls. People oh, forget allegedly. that. Allegedly. Allegedly. So do you, you remember the end of the True Detective, the first season when they had that VHS tape that they like can't watch because it's so graphic? I'm imagining Jim Mercer has something Oh, like I'm sure he does. Like, and he probably showed it to Andrew Luck after a few scotches. And, <laughs> hey, Andrew. Want we'll <laughs> a good time? Yeah, now yeah. Andrew's going to fucking own that stadium. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> All right. I'm wrapping it. Pulling the plug. Thanks for coming on. This is pretty good. I mean, I think we probably have like a mid-season recap. Yeah. No, the question is, am I going to have to beg to come back on, or will I be invited with less than 24-hour notice? Probably the first one. Okay. Well. <laughs> for being all the way 100. <laughs> what you're going to learn, like everybody who tries to come on the podcast, is that we're not prepared enough to invite people. No, I'm aware of that. It would be nice. Because I didn't know we were recording until <laughs> like you knew. <laughs> it was the, we basically made that decision at the well, time. I, well, I love the I love the messages from Matt saying, hey, can you come on the podcast? It's like, well, you know, when? In two hours? No, I can't. I can't. You ain't got shit to do, bro. Yeah, just you got a two-year-old. I got to take you want, care You want to plug your new website before we go? Oh, check out cardsar.com. Coming out soon. Uh, what is this? Oh, is yeah. this a Ponzi scheme? No, close enough. Uh, Are you selling CBD oil? Selling sports cards. No, actually, I started taking CBD oil. Hated it. I'm not doing it anymore. Gave you the shit. Were you taking it as a suppository? No. <laughs> Try it orally. No. <laughs> so, what was the shit. actual website? What is it? www.cardszar.com. C A R D S C Z A R. Selling sports cards. Funny oh, story enough. We'll talk about it offline, but uh, I like it. Yeah, it's uh, it, I mean, fun that's little not the way to really plug a website. But. Well, <laughs> do you like do you like sports cards? Buy them. Come to our website. Check Don't us out on Instagram page. and not on Facebook. Secure. This isn't even like there's like no. All right, go ahead. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tag it. <laughs> I'll tag it on. Check that. us on Insta and it's Facebook. Not even, it's not even live yet. No, it's not. It's not. It will be live soon. Do you have uh, a gram? Though? But come to Instagram C A R D S C Z A R and search that on Facebook as well, and you'll find it. Cards czar, right? Plural. Correct. Correct. All right, yeah. Go check out Cards czar if you're in the uh, the card game, real quick. If you like sports. Do you Magic like the Gathering? We don't, but that might be uh, the next phase. Okay. <laughs> Pokemon, right. X-Men, we'll see. But uh, right now, just sticking with sports cards, but it's a little fun okay. venture, my friend. Oh, we never started. talked about my... Uh... C-A-R-D-C-Z-A-R. C-A-R-D-S. C-Z-A-R. Jesus so I think Christ. I'm buying an old-school Mariners Griffey jersey. You should. That's a yeah. phenomenal... Which one? Are, you, are we talking like 89 or like 96? We're talking super old here. So like his rookie year. Yeah, like the off-white. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I do, yeah. I do like the the gray with. And the I've teal. been such, I've been such a fucking Jersey hater, right? Yeah. But my boy over here for like Christmas last year got me like a, a gift card to Lids to like buy a new hat. Yeah. And I was on the site just fucking around. I was like, ah, these the vintage stuff. Nice. These fucking Griffey jerseys look fucking dope as fuck. Yeah. And I'm I'm a big like I'm a big Jersey no no guy. But that Griffey baseball jersey, that's classy. You could wear that to a wedding. What about <laughs> that's classy? What you wear that shit to my wedding. Ninety nine All Star game uh, at Fenway. That was a nice jersey. I don't. I don't remember. You those. remember those? You gotta no. look it up. Google it. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm out. But they have like the, they have like I'm the. And with that, I'm out. They have like the Mariners batting practice jerseys. Those are fresh as fuck yeah, too. No, no, those are nice. So, those are nice. So catch, catch cash me outside in that in that Griffey jersey. <laughs> hey DC, everything I ever said about jerseys, I take it back. I rock. I rock the uh, the Charles Barkley Phoenix. Do Suns. you think is a baseball is it is a well fitting baseball jersey classier than like a football jersey though? No, right? No. Just because of those buttons. No. <laughs> but the, but the, the number one jersey to wear is a See, basketball the jersey. The buttons were going to be like my. You look like you're trying to get your dick sucked at homecoming wearing a baseball jersey. Who isn't trying who to get your dick sucked at homecoming? Sounds homecoming. awesome. As a guy who wore a fucking. Is that an insult? Wait, back up. Was that yeah. supposed to be an yeah. insult? Yeah. You look like the guy trying to get his dick sucked at homecoming. Where else am I trying to get my dick sucked? Because you're almost 35. You ain't supposed to look like you're Oh, like if I'm going to homecoming right now. Yeah. Oh. Like you look That's different. That's illegal. It's illegal. It's problematic and illegal. I thought you meant like. Yeesh. All right. Well, 
All right, check out Cardsar.com. <laughs> <laughs> also, check out yeah. Admix and H2O on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to double A mint condition cards and uh, get your dicks up. Tagging your shit right now. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you on the flippity side. We'll, we'll update next week with draft results. How about this? We'll, maybe do you want to be on next weekend? We'll do a, a live draft recap? Yeah, I might be able to make that happen. Okay. That was the most non-committal yet. Like, you hit three different octaves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing Sunday. We'll find out. I mean, will, is this a preemptive invite? Yeah. As Wait, is next week? Is next week? Is next week opening? Opening? Yeah, we start Thursday. Oh, God, dude, right, so. Fuck me up! Can't wait! Fuck uh, me up! Uh, Skirt! <laughs>